0: Today, Minister Youngblood and I talk about the narratives of the church versus the principles of God's Word. Is your faith built on principles or cultural presentations? What does it mean to be blessed and highly favored? Join the discussion by using the hashtag JDO3Podcast or by emailing me at PastorJohnny.com at firstmet.org. and now, part two of me, myself, and I, the priest, the preacher, and the pastor. As someone who deals with computers, software, uh, there are up there are, are programming. There's programs that must be installed, but then in addition to those programs that are installed, there have to be some updates as well. Uh, so, as a man of God. Uh, talk about the word of god as this program that's being installed
1: yeah and so i want to backtrack on that uh before you even get to installation of software when you install software they have what are called dependencies right and in order for this software to run you may need something else uh in order for it to work in the first place and that's how i view the scriptures uh, not only do they update you, but there are also a dependency. Now, I take the the scriptures on principle. Uh, th- these are immutable principles, uh, self-sacrifice, all that kind of stuff. So, when you're programmed to be a certain way, like I grew up Baptist, and I think we were kind of neo-Baptist, but there were some things that they were still saying: women can't wear this, women can't preach. You know, you got to look like this, you know, look, I got earrings, so I'm automatically going to hell. And, and and when you get older and you start to go back and look at that, you're like, uh, that, that ain't scripture. You know, and I, I'm big on, well, where is that in scripture? And even when you, when you bring it up in scripture, uh, humanity has a tendency to take scripture and make it fit to whatever narrative uh, that they're trying to push. And when you go back and look at your life from a child on the way on up now, I don't think a lot of us were taught Bible. We were taught narratives. Yeah, well, That's good. Might, yeah, well,
0: yeah. The, good. The, the narratives were good to help us become familiar with the story. But when you start to look at the principles involved, uh,
1: then that's something completely different. You, you're telling me you can't watch Harry Potter because it encourages witchcraft. But then you sit back and think about that. So you're telling me that me watching Harry Potter is gonna make me start practicing the occult? That's foolish. That's crazy. You, you know, um, you grow up watching Benny Hinn and the 700 Club and you listen to the, a lot of the the, the, the jazz or, well, you know what, excrement uh, that spews out of their mouths. And, and you take that as law, and then you find out the guy on the 700 show is one of the biggest racists happens.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You, that, that's, not, that's not principle, that's a narrative. And it's sad to say, a lot of things that are being taught in church is a narrative. And, and people are downloading this onto the proverbial hard drive, which is the brain and the heart, and it's etched there, thinking this is right. And we come to find out God could care less about three quarters of the stuff. Because that's pettiness. God is not petty. Um, Let's not do this because what difference does it make? I'll give you a good example. Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Uh, When you look at Ned Flanders, Ned Flanders pretty much did everything right. But when it was his time to start going through, he started lashing out. Now hold on there. You're reading every scripture in the book, but then trial and calamity happens now you're cussing out the whole town yeah so what does that tell me you're following a narrative It ain't any. and this is what we're facing well i think
0: one of, one of the things that i would say in that with this idea of this narrative is that in essence i would say that somehow the scripture has not been used to clean us but to cover us and so people have used the memorization of scripture uh, to somehow cover themselves or cloak themselves in such a way that you believe that they are clean, you, you see what I'm saying? And that's that. That's that narrative. So it's like I'm the. Uh, it's it's uh it's the 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 magic of it all, where I can quote a couple of scriptures and convince yeah. you that I am authentic, that I am. Anointed. Don't you hate? Yeah.
1: Don't you hate these types right here, Tree? How you doing? Oh man, I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. If the Lord is my shut up. That's a narrative. I'm not, was how you was doing? It's a narrative. It's not real because you find that those people that act like that have the worst disposition towards other brothers and sisters in Christ, and that's a problem. Yeah.
0: Well, one of the the, the things that's even uh, more challenging about that those type of statements is it also gives this false understanding of what it means to be blessed and highly favored because then as as someone who's immature in faith or someone who's an un- as an unbeliever then i become convinced that if things are not going right in my life or if i didn't get that job or the promotion then somehow god has not favored me and that i'm not blessed and that's one of the issues that i have you know with the narrative of what it means to be blessed so blessed means i need to drive this kind of car wear these type of clothes have this amount of jewelry you know, uh, you know, live in this type of house. And it's like those are all great things, but that does not mean that you're blessed, right. because if that means that you're blessed, it's not a of people that's blessed. Well then if
1: grandma yeah, was blessed. Well then when you search scripture, the Bible says it is hard for a rich man to enter heaven. Right? But you, but but the narrative says that you must look like this, must do this, must do that and god is not nearby interested in none of that because all he's gonna ask is, when you meet him what did you do for my name's sake you better have an answer and not only do you need to have an answer it needs to be in your heart you know and, and like for example an older preacher told me like this kind of on the cusp of being cusp of being neo-baptist um if a prostitute joins church what kind of clothes do you expect them to have It's as simple as that. If a pimp joined church, what do you expect him to wear to church? Because you're telling him he needs to dress nice. You're telling this prostitute she needs to dress nice. Well, let's think about that. Her ideal of dressing nice is fishnet heels, fishnet uh, stockings, high heels, and a short dress. The pimp comes in church with multiple gold chains, a cane, but guess what? Their intention in the heart See that? Yeah. That's where humanity misses it. Yeah. You're too busy. It, it, it's, it's ingrained, especially in Black The Street. You know I'm super pro-black. You know, we talk about the oppressor all the time. Yeah. And, and, and it's ingrained in the mindsets of God's children that I need to have possessions but no principles. Because if this is the case, then why is it the suicide rate among rich people is so high? if that's true because I'm more concerned true enough thank God I do a little okay I got a nice job oh thank God but I'm more concerned about those things money that uh, things that money cannot buy money don't buy you peace money money does not allow you to sleep at night you can take as many drugs as you want eventually you'll grow immune to them and they won't work then what you're gonna find something else understanding is not the gifts of the Holy Spirit we look at speaking in tongues we look at uh prophesying and laying on hands but we don't look at knowledge money cannot buy knowledge yeah. so now we need to change the measuring stick in the body of christ of what does it mean to be blessed yeah. period
0: yeah and, and that's the thing and, and one of the measuring sticks cannot be that being blessed is determined by your outward appearance Absolutely, oh, and and that's the thing because if that were the case, too, Jesus Himself wouldn't have been blessed, even no. though he did have one of the finest robes. In
1: the- <laughs> yeah, he did.
0: He did. Well, let's examine <laughs> old
1: crazy old, old crazy John. That old crazy John yeah. in the middle of the wilderness yeah. eating low. loki's and wow. wild honey yeah. and camel hair. Yeah, you know this guy. He looks he looks crazy. He looks yeah. like yeah. a lunatic. Yeah. You know, like, not going finna- He ain't blessed. He's Our fine. Paul shipwrecked.
0: Uh, walking with a limp in jail. Yeah. Like he, on, I guess he's not blessed either. You know, he got exactly. people after him trying to take his life. And, and I think we have to clean those things up. Uh, and one of the discussions that we had uh, that I'd love for you to talk about right now. Oh, boy. Talking about, I know, right? Uh, oh, about like cleaning up some of the, the foolish teachings that we've had. Uh, And one of the things that we talk about is the responsibility of the pulpit to teach proper stewardship. One of the things, uh, talking about pro-black, talking about keeping our community back, is yes, there's some lack of resources. Yes, there's a lack of some opportunities. Absolutely. But we waste a whole lot. Uh, What can we do as a church to correct this narrative uh, and to get our people to think not rich, but stewardship?
1: So for those that are gonna see this, let me give y'all a more simple word than stewardship, discipline, discipline. Here's the thing, Tree. At one point in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, the church was the seat of power within the black community. But however, when you look up the mannerisms, the doctrine that came from your oppressor, and what you heard from him. That is not because it's not applicable to you because you're not in the oppressor's position. You, on the other hand, need to find, okay, what do I, how does this relate to me? So first thing I would suggest is unlearn all this trash that you have learned over these centuries, unlearn it. Because a lot of it is garbage. There's principles in there, but it's garbage. Because I, I'm trying to figure out I'm going to tell you something Tree One time I prayed for a woman in church And the Holy Spirit was moving I prayed for her And she says I literally felt My blood pressure go down She was like I don't even feel it anymore And we're praising God Tree Right after church I'm walking out You know what I hear this sister say Now that my blood pressure going down Let's go to Popeye's I say whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute what are you doing oh p- pastor i'm healed i'm gonna go eat me some chicken because i haven't- i said no you don't go back to that which enslaved you in the first place and this is what and if you need a clear illustration of what happens in church that's what you're told you got people seeking riches from god and seeking a business but they do nothing you are ex- we have a people that is expecting it to come to their hand out of thin air. Yeah. Now, can it happen like that? Yeah. Absolutely. But how often does that happen? Not very often. So we gotta we gotta live in reality, man. You, you got believers that are like, well, you know, God is my president. I ain't worried about what they do in office. Well, you need to be. No, the prophet Elisha was able to prophesy economic decline within the kingdom. The only way he could prophesy it is if he had knowledge about economics in the first place. But no, again, the narrative. We are in a we're in the body of Christ that wants to look like something, but not have the power thereof. Thank you for joining
0: us on Pastor JDO3, the podcast. I am eager to hear your feedback about today's podcast. Look, email me at pastorjohnny at or connect with me on any of the social medias by simply searching Johnny Ogletree III. You can also find me by looking up the hashtag jd 3 Next week, Minister Youngblood and I talk about church. Is it really a members-only club? Could it be that our lack of discipline causes people to doubt the power and authenticity of God's word? I want you every Monday at 7 a.m. to join this community for another podcast that is sure to drive thought and inspire dialogue. I truly look forward to sharing the next podcast with you. I'll see you next week on Pastor Three the podcast.